Welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. And now, here's your host, Derek Kinney. Hello, and welcome to this episode of What's Happening MoCo. And today we have a very distinguished and special guest, our council president, Sidney Katz. And he's here today to share with us an overview of the recently approved fiscal year 2021 budget. Council President Katz, how are you today, sir? We're doing fine, Derek. It's good. To, it's always good to see you, and I appreciate you inviting me. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here, and thank you for sharing uh, such an important topic. Sometimes it's overlooked, and residents will say things like, I didn't know this happened. When did this happen? What is this about? How does this affect me? And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But before we talk about that, let's talk a little bit about you. You became council president, uh, I think, in December of last year. Yes. And for most of your presidency, well, not most, but I guess the, the large part of it, you've been impacted by the coronavirus pandemic and quarantine. How has that experience been for you as council president? Well, um, interesting is a good term. Um, it's uh, certainly historic, uh, not predictable. Um, no one has experience on this. It's uh, everyone need, needing and, and continuing to work together to come out with solutions. Um, but it's, um, it's just been unbelievable uh, that we are going through this crisis. Uh, I've never experienced anything like this in my life, and I hope that no one ever experiences anything like this in any of our lives ever again. But uh, we are sticking together as a community. We're working together and uh, as a council. Uh, and so we're, we're going to get through this crisis. It's not an easy process. It's a necessary process. And for the large part of the last few months, we've been working under what everybody's been calling the new normal. And we're working <laughs> basically remotely and quarantine and using technology in ways we haven't used before. What are some of the greatest challenges that you faced as council president providing leadership at this time? Well, unfortunately, that's an easy answer because it is COVID-19 and all the uh, areas that are associated with it and uh, the budget that we're going, we just passed and, and we're gonna discuss in a few seconds. Um, but, you know, I mentioned before there, there's no predictability. Well, there was no predictability in in any of this, and and um, which, when you have no predictability, it certainly leads to uh, additional cautions, and and uh, and so that we've all had to figure out what might be this next step. We don't know what the next step might be. I like to always say that you know, not only do we know if there's a light at the end of the tunnel, we don't know for certain where the tunnel begins and ends. So we're we're going through those types of issues, but I, I think that that um, all of us sitting down, rolling up our sleeves, working with each other, are coming up with some very good good and necessary solutions. And of course, we mentioned how the pandemic has affected day to day work and affected your role as president. And since we're talking about the budget today, are there ways that the pandemic and the quarantine have affected this budget? And uh, what, what might those things be? The answer is absolutely yes. It's, every, it's affected it, uh, us in every way. 
uh, we we uh, started out this budget by saying that we wanted a continuity of services that that we realized that our our uh, uh, revenues would be down dramatically. We realized that our expenditures would be up dramatically, and that this was not going to be a budget of plenty, and, and it's far from it. But we certainly wanted to make certain that we had no layoffs and no furloughs. And we wanted to continue our great services for the the businesses and the and the residents and, and all of Montgomery County. And that's what we're, we're that is what we passed last week, and that will continue. In my address at that time, when we passed the budget unanimously, my colleagues, we didn't necessarily agree on every topic every time. <laughs> But at the end of it all, we all voted for it because we realized that we had worked together to, to get us to where we needed to be. Um, but as I, as I said then, this was we passed it according to the charter. We had to, we needed to, and we did. And it, by charter, it has to be uh, uh, finished by June 1st. So therefore, we're, we have passed our budget. But it's going to be a continuation. It's not a budget that ends on that day. This will be, we will have supplemental discussions. We will have uh, supplemental appropriations. We're going, as soon as we know what we do and what we don't have, and we're still in that mode. Uh, you know, we're, our, uh, the, the, the next uh, uh, amount of funds that we get, the Comptroller of Maryland collects their taxes, and then they send them over quarterly. The, the, the one that we have just gotten or will get this week or next week um, will be partially before the COVID-19 and partially after the COVID-19 crisis. So we still won't know for certain what the, the, what, what the entire COVID-19 crisis has done to our budget. We won't know from this quarter. We will know certainly, uh, shortly, but we don't know at this moment. Um, we, we have attempted to, to come up with, with help for all of our uh, uh, residents and nonprofits and, and businesses. We've, we've uh, passed or, or allocated about 51 plus million dollars for various grants for such things as, as food security, uh, for rent stabilization and, and rent, the basic needs of, of our public. We've, we've uh, looked at, at uh, helping our businesses, in many cases, especially small businesses, and that's my background, is that I was a small business owner. Small businesses and, and, uh, and, res and restaurants, we know that they're very hard hit, that they were forced to close, and, and the restaurants they could do, to some degree, uh, carry out business, which was certainly in most cases not their largest a part of their business, but they were allowed to do some business and a lot of our small businesses had to shut completely. They weren't allowed to do any of that. But as of yesterday, uh, we, we have an announcement from the county executive that, that uh, curbside retail will be, uh, be able to begin on June 1st. Uh, so we're, we're starting to see some, some relief in those areas, but we're very concerned. We, we passed um, or allocated a little over $26 million for uh, various business programs. Um, and those included teleworking, uh, to buy telework equipment, so that some businesses that, that, could, didn't, that, that wanted to telework but couldn't afford to buy the equipment, this would give them an opportunity through grants 
to to buy the equipment necessary to keep them going until they could get back to a business that they used to have or similar to what they used to have. I don't know that anything will be identical to what we used to have, but it'll be similar. And then we also included money for the emergency assistance relief program where we're uh, for profits and uh, for, for our uh, residents and nonprofits and our businesses that they, that they would receive extra funds that, that total close to $11 million. We, we, uh, and, and then in addition to that, we, we had funding for uh, $10 million so that hospitals could, could, uh, could reconfigure their, the insides of their, the inside of their hospitals for, for, uh, for uh, ICUs and, and all of the, the things that are necessary when that, if that, and when that uh, situation occurred for them. So we've worked in, in, a, in a variety of ways to try to keep our, our families, our, our businesses, our nonprofit community, as safe as we possibly can, but we know that we are needing to continue to work on the most basic concerns for our residents. Awesome, and that's, and that's very good that people will know that. Um, and, and, and oftentimes people may, or residents or businesses may think that this is a process that's done in seclusion, but it's actually a very open process and there are a lot of resources for people, businesses, community organizations to share their voices while you are going through the budget process. And they also, of course, have the elected officials that are able to contribute their, the ideas and the feelings and the sentiments of the constituency. Um, and we have a tool, I think uh, you, the council website is a very good tool, so I'm gonna bring that up. And we're gonna take a quick look at the website and you have actually a budget summary website. So if people mm -hmm. want to get a look at what council did and how they did it um, and what the timeline, even what the timeline was like in terms of the process, the thoughtful process the council has taken in terms of recommending or uh, making adjustments to the budget, it's all here on this website, along with other things, including I believe your statement on the budget is there um, also, the meetings that are public and available via County Cable Montgomery, the TV station, as well as the council website and YouTube page. This is a fully open process, and I guess it's important for everyone to know that um, these resources are available and that, of course, Montgomery County is a very open government. It is. You know, when you deal with a $5.8 billion, that's with a B, $5.8 billion budget and a $4.4 billion uh, capital budget, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of money, a lot of resources that you're dealing with. In the past, and I mentioned early on that, you know, this is a historic type of situation. In the past, Montgomery County has done all of the work through committee work. Uh, we have six standing committees. I'm the chair of the public safety committee, and, and, and any area that would be directly involved with public safety would come through my committee first and then go to the entire nine-member council. This one, we couldn't do it that way. This one, we did everything, everything by committee of the whole. And, of course, that means it's, it's all... Uh, 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 every every word is discussed. Uh, that that nothing has been uh, discussed prior. That that because of you're not going through the committees, we we did it all through Zoom. 
I, I like to tell people I've read the business page pretty much every day of since I've been uh, can can remember. I read the business page every day, and I had certainly heard of Zoom. I never le lived Zoom until recently, and that's what I do all day long. I I'm from, go from one Zoom meeting to another, and that's how we did this budget. We had uh, the public, uh, did, we did public hearings that way. The public certainly worked with us. They understood that, that it wasn't the way that we necessarily wanted to do business, but if we needed to do business, and we did, that that's the way we were gonna have to do business. So we're, we, we worked together to, to figure out what's the way to, to go forward with this. Hopefully we're starting to see some relief. Montgomery County and Prince George's County had about half of all of the all of the COVID uh, uh, situa uh, person people with COVID in in uh, Maryland uh, were in M Montgomery County and Prince George's County, and and uh, that starting to air, air, uh, the COVID related uh, uh, you know, experiences are starting to flatten out, and so we're starting to see some relief, but we're certainly not fin uh, this this ep this crisis is not over. And therefore, we have to stay vigilant throughout. Well, I certainly appreciate you sharing today and coming and providing this valuable information to residents, businesses, community organizations. And I invite you to come back to provide us with an update. Hopefully, when we get on the other side of this <laughs> pandemic, hopefully there is an other side and one that's coming soon. And to everyone out there that is watching from home or listening on their podcast, app, or anything, we ask that always you ask the question, what's happening, MoCo, because you deserve the answers, and you deserve the answers in the way you can receive them. And so that being said, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts. Um, check us out on Facebook, County Cable MoCo. Uh, what's happening, MoCo, on Facebook, on Twitter, we're County Cable MoCo. And, of course, you could get our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And if you need more information or video information from the county government, visit montgomerycountymd.gov forward slash ccm. That's montgomerycountymd.gov forward slash ccm. And as always, I will leave you with this question. What's happening, MoCo? Hope you have a great week, and thank you again, Council President Katz, for being here, and thank you all for watching and paying attention. Have a great day. Thanks for listening and please subscribe.